Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're talking about Flu Shot, the eighth episode in the third season of our favorite show, 30 Rock. In a fantasy world where people actually want to get vaccinated, hierarchical disputes erupt based on selective flu shot administration at 30 Rock. Liz, unsurprisingly, finds herself forced to choose between her values and her vacation. You'll never guess what she picks. In other plot points, Tracy and Jenna attempt to be selfless. LOL. Jack enters a thruple. Sari is illiterate. And Kenneth dreams of a deep-fried death. Let's dive into this episode of 30 Rock and Blurg. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shark week. Great reservation to celebrate our first real date. Now, have you ever had sushi? I once had a very undercooked fish sandwich at a parade. I guess that counts. Oh, no, but I can only stay for five minutes. I have to go back to work. I thought today was your day off. I have another patient on my off days. He's a sweet old man with advanced dementia. Totally disconnected from reality. Well, that reminds me, I owe Lou Dobbs a call. Elisa, are you telling me that you work seven days a week? Yes, I have two jobs. That's what regular people do, you know? Especially those whose grandmothers are addicted to online poker. Don't let that keep us apart. When are you back with my mother? I'll cook you dinner. Jack, your house is my workplace. Plus, Colleen doesn't seem to like that we're together. I hope you know she acts like that because she hates every woman I like. It's not because you're a... I'm sorry, what do you call yourself? A Puerto Rican. No, I know you can say that, but what do I call you? A Puerto Rican. Wow, that does not sound right. <laughs> um, so what would you think of this episode overall? This was a very fun one. This is, again, and I'm, we're discovering so many of these, but this is one of the ones that I wouldn't necessarily feel inclined to go back to and rewatch, but hella enjoyable. Because it is not one of the ones that I constantly cycle through, so I'm surprised by all the little nuggets. I have to say there is an exchange that takes place towards the end of the episode that might be, like, my favorite ever. I will say, surprisingly, my favorite line in a very joke-heavy episode of a very joke-heavy show is when <laughs> the old man in the wheelchair is <laughs> drifting off. In the war. And then uh, <laughs> Selma Hayek's character just says, my purse, not we need to protect this old man, my purse. Oh, <laughs> uh, when he rolls away when they're outside. Yeah, Mr. Templeton. Oh, my God. Well, we'll have to recreate the scene where uh, Kenneth's talking to Tracy and Jenna. And he, he's trying to convince them to go get the soup. He's like, with, what am I supposed to do? Carry it with my arms? Yeah. Oh, my God. And when he was like, you got to bring your ID. That's what? the worst part. <laughs> I'm I like how you like say, four. we're going to have to recreate the scene as if we don't recreate every scene. I know, but I want to play Tracy. You always play Tracy. You will I, absolutely get to play Tracy. Good. You're better at it. Yeah. What? I didn't hear. You're better. You're be- Julie, you're better. <laughs> Thank you so much. So this episode opens and she's wearing like the world's darkest sunglasses, I guess getting ready for St. Bartleby's or whatever, but they are really dark sunglasses to be wearing inside. <laughs> They're very dark sunglasses for sure. And obviously St. Bartleby's is a play on St. Bart's, but Bartleby is also part of a title of a Herman Melville 
serialized uh, nonfiction fiction. I don't know. I read the first sentence of the Wikipedia. I'm trying. I'm trying. So Liz walks in in her super dark sunglasses and says, talk, starts talking to the union guys. Hey, guys. Four days till vacation week. Where are we all going? And they're like, we're going to be fucking working, you stupid bitch. I know. I do that all the time, though. Do you not put your foot in your mouth? And you're like, oh, my God, you guys. Uh, oh, you're not my, Okay, I, saw, I, I don't want to go either. <laughs> See you later. I mean, I don't frequently go on vacation, but um, I do put my foot in the mouth constantly. Um, much like Jenna, I can show you right now. It, it all fits. <laughs> So they're pissed. They're like, we got to load up the sets and take them to storage. Then at night, I got to drive around Newark looking for my runaway daughter. <laughs> if that was in a Pennsylvania accent, I would have been like, mayor? It sounds a lot the same with the water. It's the ooze Wooder. that are different. It's the ooze. Oh, I, would I miss mayor. I miss mayor. Can you imagine if the only 30 Rock spinoff was like a hard, deep, sad crime show with that dude? The union guy? Yes. No, I can't. Where's my daughter? I would Where's not my daughter? That. Let me explain it to you. It'll nope. be like, so, <laughs> that's all I have. Kenneth sees that Liz has an orange hand, which is funny because I'm also stained. It says, uh, Stained you know, from what? You can't just drop that and move on. I had to spend the pandemic last year teaching outside all day long, every day. No, that's stained by the sun. That's not spray. I know, but I am stained. Look at that. I am stained. <laughs> I'm stuck like this. I'm stained forever. <coughs> so hers at least washes off. I have like these bright white monkey feet. So <laughs> Kenneth says, what Little happened to your guy. hand? And Liz said, I was trying to spray tan my hand for my trip to St. Bartleby. He's like, oh, Miss Lemon, how could you do that to your beautiful hands with your flat, <laughs> manly milking thumbs and your long, graceful knuckle hair? And she's like, all right, shut it down. Shut it down. Um, this is... This is not, this will not be the only experience as Liz Lemon has with spray tanner. She later admits that it does not stick because her skin is too oily for it to adhere. Ah, Liz Lemon, manly, wrinkly, smooth. I can't wait hands. until she gets to the, um, shit. What's the name of her talk show? Deal Breakers. And they're like, smile like a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, deal breakers number zero 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 one. So good. Um, anyway, so Kenneth seems like he's sick, and she's like, "Are you sick? Because I'm not getting sick before my trip." Seems so, like he's sick. He looks like a reanimated corpse most <laughs> days on a good day. This is next level. So then she tells us all about how awesome St. Bartleby's is. They've got private beaches, soft serve ice cream machines, and after the first custom, French custom, people wearing dark socks to the beach. So she says, it's the one thing I do for myself every year, and I'm going. She bought a new swimsuit. She pulls out what <laughs> looks like a unitard with a skirt. She said it's called a tank court. It's a tank so what is plus that? a skirt. Okay, heard. I was like, what is the ed- etymology of that? A tankini skirt. Gotcha. She says, you may have seen it in Us Weekly being worn by Dame Judy Dench, his mother, who passed away in 1983, Eleanor Olive Dench. They have a lot of fun with both Judy Dench and Helen Mirren, where they're like, it doesn't make, is she a witch? Well, they tried to get them on the show. They wrote them in thinking they would get them really? as special guest stars. Yes, it was in one of the um, audio commentaries. And then they would just use it as a placeholder, and then they'd make Rachel Dratch do it. You know what I mean? Like, they just never could get it. <laughs> I mean, they got Elaine Stritch. Rachel Dratch. <laughs> they did, yeah. So Kenneth says, don't worry, Miss Lemon, I never get sick. I have a constitution of an ox. An ox. Then he vomits. And says, oh, just no. like grotesquely, what was he eating? Uh, Paws, eggs. It's 
I don't know. I think it's Fruit Loops and yogurt. I think we figured that out in a different audio track. Heard is what he's throwing up. Anyway, V-Sick, and he's very much non-concerned. He's like, when was I doing Ox barefoot? Girl, I don't know. He's like, she's like, you have the flu. Go home. You are not ruining my vacation. Then Ceree steps in to provide a little bit of light about the vacation. She's like, didn't you get this text? It's canceled. Oh, I never sent it. We all have a Ceree in our lives. And unfortunately for you both, the Ceree is me. Oh my God. I hate her so much. She's like, oh no, it's canceled. The hotel was overbooked. I texted you. She's like, no, I didn't. I forgot to hit send. Hold on a second. She's like, there you go. She just walks (laughs) off. Hate her. It's hard. So now we're in Jack's office, and here comes the lovely Selma Hayek, who jumps into Jack's arms. In a maroon little nurse's outfit. She looks cute. I think we call those scrubs. What is that? What is a nurse's uniform? Scrubs? scrubs. Yeah. The, <laughs> like a sports player's costume. <laughs> so they're making out. He's super excited. He's got a great reservation to celebrate their first real date. Have you ever had sushi? That's <laughs> so patronizing, but also fair. Correct. He's also correct. She once had a very undercooked fish sandwich at a parade. I guess that counts. So Elisa can only stay for five minutes just to go back to work. She has another patient on her off days. He's a sweet old man with advanced dementia, totally disconnected Rash. from reality. <laughs> He's like, Well, that Lou reminds Dobbs. me, I owe Lou Dobbs a call, who is a right wing nut job who believes in the birtherism and George Saros. Here's another fact I, mean, I did got dug up. In December 2018, Dobbs suggested that the United States should start a war with China because of hacking by Chinese state actors. He compared hacking by the People's Liberty Liberation Army of China to the attack by the Japanese military on Pearl Harbor. So Lou Dobbs managed to even get crazier from when this initially aired. He even got fired from Fox News. And I mean, that's when you know. So Jack can't believe that Elisa works seven days a week. She's got two jobs. That's what regular people do. Especially those with grandmothers who are addicted to online poker. (laughs) So then he says, well, when are you back with my mom? I'll cook you dinner. She's like, that's my workplace. Plus, Colleen doesn't like us being together. (laughs) But apparently she's warming to her and the only way that Colleen knows how to warm to people. So so Jack says, don't worry. I hope you know she acts like she hates you because uh, she hates every woman I like. It's not because you're a... I'm sorry. What do you call yourself? Which, like, for me was such... I mean, I know this is probably, like, damage or alert, but that itself was like, oh, he likes her. That's all I heard. Be cute. I know, but why are, but, why are they saying you can't say Puerto Rican? I don't know, but it is quite funny. Um, but especially when uh, Mr. Templeton says it. It just does not sound right. No. So he feels that he can't say Mr. Templeton, which reminds me of Girls 5 Eva when Sarah Bareilles' character doesn't feel like she can say Negroni. <laughs> She's so good on that show. So funny. And so Jack's like, now, I know you can say that, but what do I call you? And she's like, a Puerto Rican. He's like, wow, that does not sound right. No, 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 no. And then... Vaccines do work. Listen to science. Listen to the scientists. So we come back. Kenneth's coughing. He's like, calm down. Mr. Donnie, he wants to see you in the green room. She's like, Kenneth, why are you still here? He's like, don't worry about uh, me. And Liz Lemon, again, putting her foot in the mouth, not realizing that she's in an open space surrounded by her coworkers. She says, I should be going to the Caribbean instead of stuck with you and a bunch of guys named Sully. Miss Lemon. And a fake wall lifts. <laughs> and then to uh, appease them, or at least like ameliorate herself to them, she's like, Sully, Brett Favre, right? <sighs> hey. They're super grossed out. 
now we're in the green room with uh, Jack and Dr. Spaceman. And he's like, Jack, I need you to ask your pants. Drop your pants. And then he gives him a shot in the arm. I don't funny. understand why you... I don't understand why you don't like Dr. Spaceman. Because that's not funny. I find it hilarious. But he does give him a sucker. Liz comes in. And when he puts that sucker in his mouth, when I tell you, erotic, I actually mean insanely erotic. I like the Jack as a daddy bear, but I also like him after Elaria gets her hands on him and makes him stop eating sugar and stop drinking. He, this is the heaviest that he will be during the entire series. He's a bear. He's a daddy. He's, He's a daddy. daddy bear. Daddy bear. Mm. So we do learn more about Leo, who I know you both don't like, but... We find out that his favorite part of the medical profession is attending executions, and we find out later that doctor-patient confidentiality is a two-way street. Amazing. See, and this is supposed to be funny. Dr. Spaceman's looking away, and Jack's like, can I ask you a question as a woman? And he's talking to Liz. But Dr. Spaceman was like, you may, Jack. Are you going to alter your voice or dress up in any way? I mean, I'm willing to concede that I'm probably wrong. But I did laugh. You're allowed to have your feelings. I wish I laughed. I didn't. So he's like, I don't know what to do about Elisa. She works all the time. You know, she's second-generation Puerto Rican. She's like, Jack! And then white savior Liz is like, you can't call her that. That's what I thought. With work and everything, it's turning out to be co- too complicated, which is now Liz his Liz drops some truth bombs. Yeah, because she's like, this is exactly the same thing you did with Cece, Celeste Cunningham, played by Edie Falco. I was about to say Edith Piaf. <laughs> Love oh, the Emeralds. No, 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 no. Blah, 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 Who thought it would turn that way? So they're like, you're lucky to be getting this. We only have five of these flu shots left. Who do you think is important enough on your staff to get one? She's like, wait a minute. Are you rationing healthcare? Jack is now dropping some truth bombs about the way the world works to Liz. And is like, yeah, important people, a.k.a. the rich who've controlled the entire society to benefit them, get better health care. They also get better restaurant reservations, bigger seats in planes, more refined class of prostitutes, says Pachemin. That one, yeah, I didn't laugh at that one. I'm, I'm getting there. For me, it's all about the companionship did get me, though. <laughs> like it or not, so you're one of us now, one of the elite. Which, have you watched that? telenovela on uh netflix elite first season's amazing second season's okay third season's trash still watched it no i have not and no but she's trying to paint herself as like a very working class salt of the earth i'm from whitehaven pennsylvania my grandfather dug out the whitehaven quarry my other grandfather filled it back in with the sludge from the eraser now there is no eraser factory in whitehaven Pennsylvania, but there is <laughs> sure. a coal company, the Lee Coal and Navigation Company. Just so you know. And uh, it is a whitey white white town. It's 94% white, 6% other. And 6% Italian. <laughs> the people who are like, I'm not white, I'm Italian. I'm like, all right. <laughs> She's like, I am still way more like those people than you, and I don't want anything they don't get. And then Dr. Simon does. This was the turning point for me in the scene at the very end when he's like, when is modern science going to find a cure for a woman's mouth? Yeah, shut it, Dr. Spaceman. Who's in the writer's room writing that? And they're like, yeah, great idea. Hilarious. It was a different time. It was, well, it was 2008. Yeah, they should have (laughs) known. There were no women yet. Tina Fey's in the writer's room. (laughs) Women didn't exist yet. It's only 2008. So Jack arrives at what will be Mr. Templeton's apartment. Elisa's freaking out that he's there. He brought dinner and Monopoly. They can have a fun, low-key night, unless I lose. Which, oh my gosh, I love all that. 
What'd you say? He says we can have a fun low key night unless I lose, which I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, every fucking podcast with you. Pretty sure I lost that five second rule. I came in third place tonight, so you always win the uh, gemstones, though. Why? Well, I mean, I can't help it. Facts are facts. <laughs> scores are scores. Um, we learned about Mr. Templeton. Obviously, we learned before that he's um, Alzheimer dementia, and then he has a really shitty foot. <laughs> and Jack says, "Is that a?" I love when he first starts talking to him. Though he's like, "Hey, it's me, Matlock. I need your help." <laughs> you know, old people love so, Matlock. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, this was the one where I was just like, "I mean, he's got dementia. Be nice." Poor Elise has been living in New York for fifteen years. She's never seen a Broadway play or been in a restaurant that didn't have a TV in it or had a romantic dinner with a man in a suit. And he's there with a suit and some flashcards, just asking her to love him. No, but he's there with Monopoly and some dinner. So Liz then, back to 30 Rock, is getting a, a taste of her life as an elite. And the other denizens of that little milieu are Tracy and Jenna, who are having a very realistic conversation about which is more beautiful, Kauai or Maui. And so they shout over each other blah, about... Blah, blah, too rustic. Maui is the windsurfing capital of the blah, world. Blah, blah, blah. Kauai is too rustic. <laughs> She's like, guys, come on, we have to shoot these promos. She's like, oh my God, Jack gave you two flu shots? And then, in true, like, current-day conspiracy theories, Tracy's like, I know it's really a truth serum. I know it. It's not a truth serum. Then why am I telling you you look like Tootsie today? (laughs) She does. So Liz is still on her um, high horse, which we turn out is like a pony of deception and lies that will collapse later in the episode. She's like, the crew's on death's door and you're arguing about Hawaii? Come on, you should do something special to thank them. To which they do a classic Dick Cotter move. That would make us look pretty great. So they're like, Kenneth. Oh, no. Jack's like, uh, Kenneth, I'm considering giving you one of the remaining flu shots. He's like, no need, sir. It would be an honor to die at my post and be given the traditional burial of a parcel man wrapped in a Confederate flag, fried, and fed to the dogs. It, I'm, it, for, I mean, I, w- I approve of this for three reasons. One, you get rid of some Confederate flags. Two... You don't put any more burial waste into it. Three, dogs get fed. It's like a redneck Viking funeral. It feels very much Viking meets like Japanese soldiers who stayed on the island until 1979, not understanding that World War II was over. And they're like, I will die at my post. I don't know that story. It wasn't in this episode of 30 Rock. Well, it's a fact. It's a fact, Julie. Facts are facts. I believe you. So he's trying to get Liz to get her shot. She says a two-tiered health care is a crime. You know, in Cuba, everybody gets equal health care. <laughs> She's like, he's like, which oh, apparently he's... was in a yeah, which apparently was in a Michael Moore movie Sicko. that um, she didn't see, but she saw the trailer when she went to see Alvin and the Chipmunks, starring Jason Lee, who's super hot. And I'm sorry, he used to be a Scientologist, but he isn't anymore, and I find him very attractive. So there, I've also seen Alvin and the Chipmunks, and I don't feel bad about it. Former professional skateboarder, former Scientologist, super hot in Chasing Amy. I just love him. Oh, and Mumford. Oh, I love him so much. Has a son named Pilot Inspector. Come on. <laughs> so Liz Lemon, who is often compared to Sally Field, gets on her Norma Ray soapbox and is like, we got we to gotta, we gotta fight the power. Because she says, if my crew can't get a shot, I'm not getting a shot. And one of the Sullies, I guess, says, hey, you tell him, Liz. Which she says, God bless you, crew.
crew man. We gotta fight the power. Fight the powers that be. Yes. Makes me wanna shoot. Shoot, shoot, bedu, shoot, bedu, shoot, bedu, bedu, bedu. Now let me get you back from the subject. Sorry, it's a jam. you guys been? We were supposed to shoot promos like an hour ago. Okay, we forgot about that, but we have a good reason. Yeah, we were out getting soup for the crew. Nope, we forgot about that too. We were out shopping together. We had fun though. I get it. You went shopping. I don't need the montage. Yeah, I tried on a lot of outfits. And some of them I was like, no. But then some of them I was like, yeah. So we're running behind because you guys forgot to get soup. Is there anything you do that doesn't make my life harder? I can't believe we forgot the soup. We have to think of something else. I know. I also want to thank you for controlling yourself sexually while we spend time together on this adventure. So Kenneth is looking worse and worse. He looks fine. (laughs) He looks great. He looks like a ghost. All right, here comes my favorite scene. Please don't mess it up. So Kenneth's like, Mr. Jordan, (laughs) Mr. Rowe, you want to see me? Like, Kenneth, Tracy, and I want to do something for the crew. You know, to thank them for being sick. That's <laughs> just not. We right. didn't know what to get them. But then I had a brainstorm, and it was a bad one. Jenna had to put my tongue guard in. I do love how Jenna's just like nodding, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now you're Jenna. Go. But after he stabilized, we decided to get them all hot soup. So go do that. Uh, all the other pages have gone home sick. I can't make any runs right now. Maybe the two of you could go get the soup. And I guess this is why I switched to Canada so you can meet Tracy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, to which Tracy says... I don't understand. Well, I'm saying you could get your My what? And go downstairs to the basement. No! Then you go to the soup place and bring the soup back here. With what? My arms? Make sure to take your IDs with you. That's the worst part! <laughs> Oh my God. When he says with what my arms, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. Without uh, the crew, then... we'd just be two ma- amazing people succeeding in a vacuum. Jenna, correct. Yeah. So they're going to do it for the crew because it's because <laughs> it's their it's birthday. Their birthday. <laughs> so J- Jack's talking on the phone to Elisa. Yeah, and they're recounting their night, and Jack is discussing how he envies Mr. Templeton and how he wants his his muscles exercised so they don't atrophy, which over the pandemic, I wanted that too. I was in bed for eight years. But now we're out of it, and you've canceled on four dates, so... I'll never have sex again. You're a mystery wrapped in a conundrum. With a hymen that's grown back. So she says, you're coming over tonight. We can finish our game of Monopoly. He says, I'm going to be a little late. I have special tickets, tickets to a special charity performance of the Lion King. I wish you could go with me. She's like, you know, I can't, Jack. But guess what? Well, she sort of recounts what she thinks life in this elitism world that Jack has been describing to Liz. She's like, I'd love to go out there, get all dressed up, tip maitre d's, and be like, thank you, Roger. This table was super duper. (laughs) And then whoever wrote this must have been real proud of themselves. I live in the Big Apple, but I spend all my time with a big vegetable. Oh! Oh! Why can't I have fun like an upper middle class person? The middle classes. It's dead. Why can't you? You sound just like Lemon. Come with me. Be a member of the elite. 
Gross. So then Michael Buble, out of nowhere, starts crooning this entire little catch theme song for Mr. Templeton, where we have a montage of Elisa doing all the things she never got to. Being at a restaurant, plates on fire, flambe! Being at the Lion King, being terrified by the anthropomorphic performers, kissing and, you know, with a robot man nearby. Do you think that's Cheyenne Parker? No. Cheyenne Jackson either. No. Who's Cheyenne Parker? I don't know. Is that a person? No, Cheyenne Jackson is. (laughs) I'm your father. No, but you remember in the last episode, Elisa made fun of Jack because he he didn't know Michael Bublé had made that many albums. Oh, yeah. And so Alec Baldwin and Salma Hayek both wrote Michael Bublé and said they were huge fans and would he be willing to write a song for the show? And so he did. Isn't that sweet? He also, my favorite song by Michael Bublé is this uh, poor lip reading. Have you seen those videos where they like will do trailers or things and make songs that are like poorly, um, you know, dubbed versions of them. And it is hilarious. It's like a legit good pop song, too. Look it up. Bad lip reading Michael Boulay. Okay. He annoys me, but okay. Do you want to sing the lyrics? To what? Templeton, Mr. Templeton. No, but it says Templeton is the <laughs> rat from Charlotte's Web, and I can sing that song. A fair is a very trouble. Smorgasbord, orgasbord, orgasbord after the crowd. Anyway, so we're back with the crew and Liz, and they appreciate her effort so much that they purchased her a meat plate, to which Liz says, I'm really going to eat this. Then she gets a text from Suri, which has a lot of letters, a lot of numbers, <laughs> and it says your vacation is back on, spelled back on. It is spelled the letter U, the letter R, your vacation is spelled V8K8SH1, <laughs> is I-Z-B-A-Q-O-N. <laughs> to which Liz says, how is that any easier? Writing your it vacation. reminds me of that vanity license plate Tracy had that was like, I see you ate one. Am I? Am I? <laughs> so because of the flu that's apparently affecting the entire world, there's been a lot of cancellations. And Suri is so happy, the number four, the letter U. I had to put the closed captioning on because I didn't know what the hell she was saying. She was like, I'm so happy, the number four. I'm like, what? I was like, oh, I'm so happy, the number four. Like, I'm happy for you. That was a tough one for me. Am I old? <laughs> so then Liz goes back to her elitism of which she never strays too far. And is like, the commoners are all sick. I must escape them. And there's some real fun stuff with like the horror movie lighting and the little tropes that they do. It's all it's quite the, hilarious. Um, Walking Dead at that point, right? Yeah. So the lighting goes super blue and very eerie, ghostly. And then someone comes up or Lutz is like, I've got revisions for you. And he looks terrible. I mean, he always does. And she's like, get away. And then she um, goes through this gamut and then finally feels safe. It's like looking. (laughs) She's looking at a little compact mirror to see behind her. And then suddenly Kenneth is there looking like a hill person. Then she finally she's safe because there's Pete. She's like, thank God it's you. He sneezes, dip below screen, come back again. Scary blue light looking sick. Wild Ah! hair, wild eyes. So then she uh, finds refuge with Dr. Spichem and is like, give me the shot. Give me the shot. Which was me when I got my vaccine. I was like, give it to me. Give me the shot. <laughs> <laughs> a little Fugazi all day long. Um, oh, I watched that sucker go in and I was like, drink it in, little buddy. Drink it in. You're so gross. So I've been inside for eight years. He says, if you want a shot, you're going to have to dance for it. We all know that she went to school on a partial jazz dance scholarship. So she can do this. She does a little snake. 
a little side. She does to side. what I do in the club back when that was a thing I do, where she's like, okay, lead with the shoulder, follow with the elbow, say hello, say hello, then body roll, then body roll. Yeah, she's the least sexy dancer ever, which is great. So you've seen me dance, Julie. You know that's not true. <laughs> Epic. Anyway, who also failed was Jenna and Tracy, who came back from their soup mission without what? Anything. Soup. Yeah. They're smiling so big, like with all their packages. This yeah, is one of these like, fourth wall moments I love. Because <laughs> they, um, they're like, yeah, we went out shopping together. We had fun, though. And then it goes, every girl crazy about it. <laughs> and they start a montage, like an 80s montage. Melissa's like, nope, no, no, no. I don't want it. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, she's like, I get what was going on. I didn't need that. And he was like, yeah, I tried on a lot of outfits. And, and some of them I was like, no. But some of them I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, that was Jenna. She would because she was would have been the one who was oh, reacting right. to them, and she was like, "No." And then, yeah, yeah once again, Michael Bublé's son that. is doing just fine. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Kitty's got claws. Maybe I read it. a I script wrong, but I didn't kill somebody. That is. Oh. <laughs> I do love when they do those montage moments and they break the fourth wall like that because there was the time when Liz and Jack were reminiscing. They're like, "What a year!" And Liz was like, "I'm thinking about it right now." <laughs> He was like, me too. And then she's like, what a week. And he's like, it's only Wednesday. Do oh, you God. remember the time when we fell in love? So, and then I also want to thank you for controlling yourself sexually while we spend time together on this adventure. Honestly, I feel that way about you, Julie, constantly. Drink this in. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, you aren't wearing any pants. So, so a union guy comes up and he's like, hey, Liz, how are you feeling? You got this bug yet? And she lies. And she's like, I'm a little achy, probably because I didn't get the shot. He's like, you should go home, sweetheart. You don't want this. No way, dude. If you're working, I'm working. (laughs) Gross. And then they say, why do we hate her so much? (laughs) Jack's like, Lemon, we actually went on a date last night. Elisa and I, and it was magical. Favorite part. They're kissing. Mr. Templeton rolls away. And she's like, my purse. (laughs) Just kills me. Liz is like, you took the old man with you, which he concedes is an ethical gray area, to which Liz says, no. no. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. He's like, well, we can't be all as noble as you are. I love when he flips his hair. Turning down a flu shot on moral grounds, coming into work and risking your health despite your vacation. It's called principles. <laughs> I, th- oh, I think I'm probably getting it. And he's like, oh, that reminds then- me. About 24 hours after receiving the flu shot, you develop a distinct rash at the injection site. Ba ba. <laughs> so please let makeup know for Tracy and Jenna. Gasp, gasp, gasp. So then she's running because she realizes that she has a distinctive thing. It's not a bullseye, so no Lyme disease, but she did get a slight reaction at the injection site. So she's going through wardrobe trying to find something to cover it. She just had a sweater on early in the episode. Where'd that go? Just put that back on. So she's rifling through wardrobe, and then Kenneth looks like someone who died and was reanimated on a battlefield, I'm guessing at Waterloo, because Liz says, this is a fever dream, okay? We're, uh, we're speaking French, and I'm your mother. To which Kenneth, again, Waterloo, is like, Oh, mochere, maman, pourquoi? Pourquoi must do us? I don't speak French. My dear mother, why? Why did you leave me? <laughs> oh, sad. Jacket rides at Mr. Templeton's, and Elisa is not wearing her scrub. She's wearing a fancy leopard print cocktail dress. Did anyone know that Selma Hayek was pretty? What? Crazy. She's all excited. She's like, what are we doing tonight? He's like, it's a surprise, but he's going to need a helmet. (laughs) What are they doing? I don't know. What do you think? 
I'm thinking like Murder Ball. Remember that documentary? Yes, about uh, basketball playing people in wheelchairs. Fantastic. Yeah. So the buzzer's there. It's Mr. Templeton's son who lives in London, and we don't know what he's doing there, but Elisa has decided she's got to send him to punish her for being so bad. Or maybe it's a business trip. (laughs) (laughs) So she implores Jack to hide because she can't lose this job. She, like most people in America, need to work seven days in order to live. And she doesn't want to go back to working the late shift at Dunkin' Donuts. The customers are so so sad. Flashback. Liz. Hey, uh, what time are you throwing out, start throwing out those donuts? Valid question. Valid question she has. So again, the horn. I'll have a dozen for here when she's trying to adopt that baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when she's doing the Kathy thing. They, I heard what they wrote about you in the newspaper, Miss Lemon. Yeah. Um, so they do another um, horror movie trope where the doorknob is rattling and it's like, move, move, get away. Um, so Lisa, he doesn't question her ensemble at all and is just asked, how's my dad? Which I guess fair. To which Lisa's like, well, he's stable but vegetative, just does not know where he is, unaware of his surroundings. A man comes Except- at night. He comes to the house and takes me. He wears a suit. His hair is thick like a bullshit, Bolshevik <laughs> commissar. He made me watch a giraffe with the legs of a man. He gave money uh, to a silver man. He ate a plate of fire. He was imprisoned, but now he owns a railroad. <laughs> Elisa hides the Monopoly board underneath the table. It's like, what's going on? Why is he all worked up? Well, and then she commits a crime. She's like, you know, sometimes they watch cartoons and they think it's real. It's very common. What can you do? So that guy who plays Mr. Templeton's son will reappear in the fourth season uh, with Don Geis as a Dave from Cable Town. Keep alert. Ooh. <laughs> he has also been on several episodes of Law & Order, sometimes being the lawyer, sometimes being the murderer. Very talented. Amazing. So despite not getting soup, Liz and Jenny... Jenna, they come back, they're on stage, and they're like, what's the best medicine? Laughter. So they decide to do, like, a clown show type thing, um, which comes later. So they're giving them laughter. Back to the Templetons. He's finally asleep, and he's like, "Uh, you must be exhausted. Why don't you go to bed? She's like, no, thanks. I'm not tired. Opposite, right? Right. And then she's like, uh, there's something in the other room that I need to show you, and I won't remember what it is until I see it. Brilliant. So smart. So quick on her feet. What pretty feet. I hate that I said that. Please cut that out. Fetish. Anyway, Jack comes out of hiding from behind the curtain. It's Pride Month. He starts walking out. Mr. Templeton starts shouting again. He's like, the dark man is here. He's come to take me. And then Jack takes advantage of this moment of lucidity. It's about to get ugly. <laughs> It's about to get ugly. He's like, no, 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 it's me. And then Mr. Templeton gets real. He says, Mr. Templeton, my name is Jack, and I'm just a guy dating your nurse, and I took advantage of your condition so I could be with her. Do you understand what I'm saying? He was like, I did terrible things during the war. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what we did was wrong, but we did it for the greatest reason of all. You see, I've Laughter, lost too many. Love. <laughs> I've lost too many good things because I couldn't make time for them, and I can't let this happen with Elisa. He says, is Elisa the Puerto Rican? Which does not sound okay. But yes, and I beg you, please don't tell your son. He's like, all right. Then he has, he's got rules. The next time he's we go like, out, I want to go to Washington Park. It's where I proposed to my wife. Aww. Uh, so we're back at 30 Rock. Tracy says, astutely, 
Uh, attention, ladies and germs and gentlemen, because they're all sick. How fun. Are you ready to feel better? Because we have just the thing. They desperately want soup. soup. And he's like, nope. And the grand tradition of Patch Adams, prepare yourself for the comic stylings of Tracy the Amazing and Jenna. Because <laughs> it's who? Just Jenna. So it's awful. It's like clown comedy. Liz is like, really? Do you think this is helping? And then they throw a pie at her and they're like, laugh. Why aren't you laughing? This is happening to Liz, who is now loved and adored by all the crew members. She's like, no, everyone likes me now. Until she pulls off the fucking hoodie, which is all she could find in wardrobe, despite the fact that she owns several garments. And it's revealed that she got a flu shot. She lied to us. Give us back our meat plate. They clearly don't know her well at all because she can eat a steak in 10 seconds. She can eat that meat plate in four. She's like, you don't understand this vacation. Like you sold us out for a vacation. Not just any vacation. This one has beach socks and ice cream and sandwich turtles. Now what's a sandwich turtle? It's the sandwiches are delivered on turtles. I honestly investigated and the best thing I could find was this little video. It's like a sandwich girl, remember? No. I don't. Oh, I hate this. Turtle by Perry Grip. It is a jam. He also does raining tacos. I mean, do you think that's the sandwich turtle she was talking about? Probably. Yeah. 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 So Liz continues to lie, not just about the flu shot, but also about her relationship with the word lovers. Now, you'll recall, if you watch the whole series, that she will say, the word lovers bums me out unless it's between meat and pizza. And yet... She says there's a gentleman involved, a Filipino gentleman. His name is Banyani, and I want to take him as my island lover. What is the truth? She says last year he was totally sending signals, and this time I was going to go for it. Now, Jack is is viewing this video of this moment now with Liz in her office, and she's like... It's very SVU. She's turned away from the camera, like the evidence of it. Yeah, so the Templeton Sun was in a total of five Law & Order and SVU episodes. I just checked it out while I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) <laughs> so she says it kind of peters out after that I just like sucked the pie off my sweatshirt for the next half an hour it's like I'm so embarrassed he's like well that goes without saying but the good news <laughs> is that your relationship with the crew is back where it should be and now you can go on your vacation guilt free Liz still feels feelings so she's still mostly human and Jack tries to rip that out of her and is like oh come on Lemon embrace your elitism 
What do we elites do when we screw up? I don't know. Tell us, Donald Trump. We pretend it never happened and give ourselves a giant bonus that you don't deserve. And I don't deserve to go anywhere. Says who? What? Elisa and I <laughs> did wasn't right, but we're happier now. And you're going to be happier when you go to St. Bartleby and get whatever's left of your groove back. Face it, Lemon. Not everyone gets a shot. Not everyone gets to go to the Caribbean, but you're special. You're better. Gross. So go. Go to your island lover. She says, yes, all right, I'm gonna. And then there's a stomach growl. And then, what is very rare in real life, science, listen to it, but happens to both of them here, you know, the flu vaccine is actually a small dose of the virus itself, so there's always the risk that both ends, both ends, they full-on Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids start shooting out lava from both ends. They got sick. So I'm going to say this is a pretty funny episode. The Tracy yeah. Jenna side story, other than the funniest moment, pretty good. Dr. Spaceman always brings it down a couple notches for me. I'm excited to see our scores. You'll obviously be right, but I, mean, I feel really good about this episode. Do you? This is an episode you go back and watch again and again? I will now. For what part? Um, so you, you know the beginning until the end? That part. I'm going to set you on fire. To the chat we go. <laughs> what will your score be? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Send. Oh, Nick is a 92 because he thinks it's rewatchable. The scores say he's wrong. Julie, bullseye, 88. Perfect score. Pretty funny. This is a very fun one, though. Okay, I guess pretty. I... It's, I just can't see myself wanting to watch it except the Tracy scene with the arms. I mean, really, all I want to watch now is Sandwich Turtle, but. Yeah. Turtle, well, we'll turtle, see turtle, next... turtle, Sandwich Turtle, Turtle, <laughs> Well, next week, the episode is Retreat to Move Forward, and Julie and I are similarly paradoxical. So we'll see if Emma and I can finally dethrone Julie from her 52 week streak of winning the gemstones. I mean, I don't make the scores. I just read them. <laughs> I don't. I can't be blamed for that. Uh, well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Please feel free to listen to us on our takes all over the place. You can see us at takespod.com. We're playing fun games and doing silly stuff. Um, takespod.com on Instagram and Twitter. So we hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time to go on retreat with Jack where he's talking to himself in the mirror and he doesn't know he's on a microphone. With the greatest sling blade ever. Tune in for that one. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. I did bad things in the war.